Good afternoon and welcome to Kingdom Consciousness. Today we want to talk about dealing the appropriate way of dealing with adversity or dealing with adversaries. And the subtitle would probably be Leave It in the Lord's Hands. So we're in 2 Samuel, the 16th chapter, and we're dealing with Shimei when he curses David while David is fleeing from Absalom as David had fled from King Saul. And in both instances, he really had an opportunity and a right to take their lives, but he decided that vengeance is the Lord's and he would let the Lord repay. It's interesting that Shimei's name means Jehovah is famous, and yet his conduct is far from becoming. In addition to that, he is the grandson of Gerah, whose name means grain, so I guess we could consider Shimei a bad seed. In any event, he comes out when he sees David passing. He comes down when he sees David in a position of struggle when he sees him down and out, when he sees him fleeing from his own son, when he sees him struggling, when he sees him in a point of heartache, and he decides to add insult to injury, almost like the needle on the haystack, so to speak. And he determined to cast stones at the king even though there were men of valor with David on the right hand and on the left, and he had the nerve to call David a bloody man and a man of Belial. Now, David was bloody in the sense that he had Uriah killed so that he could get Bathsheba, but outside of that, the death of all of those that were in Saul's family, the death of those that were Benjamites, the death of Ishbosheth and all of the others, David was not responsible for those deaths. And so Shimei, you know how people like to, to poke at the lion, so to speak, or uh, remind you where you failed instead of trying to help you up and encourage you to where you're trying to go? So he said in verse 8, the Lord has returned upon thee all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose stead thou hast reigned. He's not reigning in Saul's stead. God appointed him. He didn't cause any bloodshed in the house of Saul. That was something that came in the battles. And he didn't cause the loss of any of the Benjamites. He refrained from fighting the Benjamites for years, but they kept prodding him. You can't just keep poking the lion. And then it says here that he said that the Lord, in response to David's filth, basically, uh, as he saw it, turned the kingdom into the hand of Absalom. Nothing could be further from the truth. Absalom stole the position that he had. He stood outside the gate about, I think it said 50 miles away from the gate or 50 yards away from the gate. And whenever people were coming to the gate where the elders were, where judgment was rendered, he made sure he got to them before they got to the gate, blamed the king and said the king had no one there to hear their complaint, but he would hear their complaint. And then he would hug them and everything and hold them tight, making them indebted to them, making them endeared to him making them respect and honor him as opposed to his father. And then Shimei says, 
You are taken in your own mischief because you are a bloody man. Does this not sound like Job's comforters? Only Shimei's not even trying to comfort him. Shimei is just unleashing all of this venom, all of this fury, all of this negativity into the life of David. But David will not fight back. David says when his cousin Abishai, the son of Zariah, decides, I'm going to take his head off. David says, no, nope. He says, maybe the Lord has told him to curse me. And then he says, secondly, if the son of my own bowels comes after me and seeks to take my life, How much more then than someone who's not connected to me at all, someone who is an adversary. Maybe God has bidden him. And then thirdly, it says, it may be that the Lord will look on my affliction. This is verse 12. See what's going on with me. Requite me good for the evil. In other words, bless him in lieu of the cursing that was going on. And so he allowed Shimei to continue to curse him, to throw stones at him, and to cast dust at him in contempt and in anger and in bitterness, all of which were worthy of death. It takes an incredible amount of temperance. Remember the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, faith, Against such there is no law. It takes an incredible amount of self-control, an incredible amount of patience, an incredible amount of selflessness. You know, the word of God says, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. David hadn't even gotten to that point, but he knew who the Lord was. He knew that the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand till I make thine enemies your footstool. He was very much like Christ, in the sense that he did not stop those who sought to harm him, who sought to malign him, who sought to degrade him, who sought to diminish him. He let it happen. And just like Jesus said, I am he, you know, and and let these others go. And then he let them arrest him. And they said, art thou the king of the Jews? And he said, you say that I am. You know, he didn't argue with them. He didn't fight with them. He didn't try to resist them. He said he could call for a legion of angels. And Abishai here is ready to cut off the head of Shimei, but David tells him no. It's amazing, amazing how some of the strongest men, Saul killed his thousands, David his ten thousands. Some of the strongest men have some of the greatest hearts because remember David went back and he got the Ark of the Covenant, and he danced before it. He humbled himself before God. He worshiped God with all of his heart. He could have taken Saul's life twice, but chose not to, although Saul came after him 21 times. He could have had his son killed, particularly for sleeping with the concubines amongst everything else, but he did not. Everything that was done to David's enemies was done by someone else and not at David's behest. 
there is a great example for us to learn in the conduct of David here, except for one thing, and that is just because evil comes into your life does not mean that God summoned it, does not mean that God ordered it, does not mean that God commanded it. Evil comes because the devil is evil. The world itself is run by the prince of the power of the air. And we know that his time is running out and that he's trying to fight back with all of his might. And so when people come after you, when they tell you you're reaping what you sowed, when they falsely accuse you, when they say all manner of evil and wickedness against you, when they persecute you, Jesus said, bless and curse them not. Don't even try to defend yourself. Lord, have mercy. So we see this whole thing unfolding and David himself is guiltless. But the one thing he does that kind of tickles me and also worries me is that when he's about to die, David tells his son, Solomon, he said, look, you know what you need to do to him. Do not let his gray head go down to the grave without blood. And that's in 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. He let Shimei live, but he ordered his son to take Shimei's life because Shimei had violated the law, disrespected the kingdom, disrespected the king, and disrespected the king of kings and the lord of lords from whom the law came, and therefore he deserved to be punished. So when people come after you, when they try to heap dirt on your head and on your name and soil your reputation, just remember the donkey that's in the old dug well. And he couldn't get out. But they kept throwing dirt in there on him and he kept packing it under his feet. And finally, he was able to get out. So pack whatever the enemy sends your way under your feet, exactly where it's supposed to be and where he is supposed to be. And trust that God will deliver you. But you also have power, the power of the Holy Ghost. You have the power of the anointing that comes from the Holy Ghost. You have the power of the word that works in conjunction with the Holy Ghost. You have the intercession of Jesus and the groanings and utterings of the Holy Spirit. You have the angelic hosts working on your behalf. And you are dressed in the whole armor of God and capable, well able of doing battle. But sometimes it's best to just leave well enough alone and let God handle it. Because Christ is in you, the hope of glory. And what is done to you is done to him. Let him handle his business. And guess what? You are his business. God bless you and have an awesome week in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.